Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, let's navigate to our next lesson. When I first started using social media for business as well as for personal use, it took me a little while to find my boundaries with screen time. I wanted to be a present parent. I also wanted to grow an online education business. To do both of those things and to try to do them well, I had to define what digital wellness looks like for my life. I was relieved to receive some guidance with this in an article written by Emily Torres, writer at The Good Trade. Emily's article, Digital Wellness is More Than Just Managing Your Screen Time, provides us an opportunity to evaluate the health of our digital usage overall in a non-judgmental and helpful way. Emily gently reminds us there are many tools available to use that can assist us as we begin to implement rules around our digital boundaries. If you want to find a better balance with your tech usage, this episode is a great place to start. Let's dive in and listen to Digital Wellness is More Than Just Managing Your Screen Time by Emily Torres, writer at The Good Trade. There I was, rubbing my morning eyes and wandering to the kitchen at 7.30 a.m., grumpily putting on a pot of coffee and feeding my pet rabbits. And something was missing. I had decided, inspired by an Instagram post, of all things, to challenge myself not to look at my phone for the first hour of my day for one week. Instead, I would dedicate my morning to journaling, or laundry, or packing my lunch. Before this challenge, my typical weekday morning included 30 to 45 minutes of scrolling through emails and Instagram in bed. Weekends were closer to an hour. Those first few days were the worst. My eyes felt heavy and sleepy, missing the blue light wake-up call that my phone provided. I felt anxious about what I might be missing out on, and my mind raced with excuses as to why I had to check my phone. As I began to embrace this routine, I found myself achieving previously unspeakable things like cleaning the kitchen, doing laundry, journaling for an hour, and spending more time with my bunnies. And who wouldn't love that? It's time to think about digital wellness. It's easy to start our days the same way we spend them, staring at a screen. Most of us do some version of this. We're only human after all, and technology is designed to addict us. 
And as it creeps into nearly every aspect of our lives, it's worth taking a careful look at our digital wellness. Digital health and wellness is inextricably tied to our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. And just like other facets of our health, it can fluctuate and spiral into illness. Think about it like physical health. What are you consuming? What are you spending your energy on? Are you active or passive? How's your work-play balance on your screen? And is that working for you? Are you surrounding yourself with people who make you feel good and encourage healthy habits? You may find it difficult to be honest with yourself about your tech usage. When you're in it, it's easy to make excuses about it. I'm decompressing after work, you might justify. Or I'm just waiting here and there's nothing else I can do. If you're not sure where you struggle most, ask the people you spend the most time with. Guaranteed, they'll have some thoughts on your phone usage. Why not just go screen-free? Some people opt for low-screen or no-screen lifestyles by ditching things like smartphones and tablets. And I have great respect for them. And I know I could probably do that for a weekend here and there, but so much that I do professionally and creatively involves a screen, and I am grateful to have access to these tools. While I was working on this no-screen morning challenge, I received a powerful reminder of the beautiful role that technology can play in our lives. I have a grandparent who is ill, and since I'm 2,000 miles away from my hometown, I'm not able to be there with him. It breaks my heart to not be able to drive over with a game to play or a joke to tell to brighten his day. But guess what? Thanks to screens, I've been able to FaceTime him to tell him I love him, to send videos to myself being goofy doing mundane tasks, and to send photos of my pets in my daily life. It reminds me that screens are an incredible tool for connection, self-expression, and can bridge the miles in between when there are no other options. So if you do have access to a screen, take some time to recognize that it is a privilege and a gift that perhaps deserves a little more gratitude. Tips and resources for using your tech better. All that being said, here are some tools and strategies I've used, and some I haven't yet, to manage my screen time. Some are to keep me off my phone, some to help remove distractions while I'm working, and some just make my digital experience one that enriches me rather than drains me. Remove all the notifications from your phone. The only apps I allow notifications for are phone and text, and my eyes are grateful for the reduction in red bubbles. Especially do this for your email. It's a game changer. Put screen time and downtime to use. I don't allow apps during the hour I have set aside to journal in the morning, and it's a nice reminder to stay focused. Get hyper-organized. Put the apps you want to reduce usage for into folders on your phone. Strive for inbox zero if you can and become meticulous about your desktop. 
Be relentless about naming your files and folders properly, and your brain will thank you. I removed my iTunes app from the main dock of my phone and replaced it with the booking app for my yoga studio. Basically, set up your tech in ways that improve your efficiency and remind you of your priorities. Speaking of Inbox Zero, get smart with what you actually subscribe to. Services like Unroll.me can help you clean up your inbox. If you love your newsletters, set up rules for your inbox to move them into a different folder that removes them from your main workspace until you are actually ready to read them. And to help you consume content you love, and only that content, look into services like Feedly that can help you curate what you're reading. I encourage you to follow news and informational outlets that you trust, but also seek out independent voices and opinions that may differ from your own. Following thoughtful users who offer a different perspective also helps enrich your social media experience. If you want to clean up your browser, look into comment blockers and ad blockers if the noise gets too much. Feeling safe and comfortable is an important aspect of digital wellness, so get in good habits. Update your passwords frequently, delete unused accounts, and be diligent about who and what you give your most personal information to. Invest in tech that fits your lifestyle without offering further distractions. Fitness trackers can provide deeper connection with your physical wellness, and smart home devices can create new efficiencies in your daily life. If it works for you, go for it. Opt for voice when you can. I got a Google Home Mini recently and love using it for things like weather, putting on mood-boosting playlists, and setting reminders. It's nice to access this information without having to open my phone and encourage further distraction. Finally, one of the best things you can do for your digital health is to block, unfollow, and hide whenever you need to. Only follow people who make you feel balanced, informed, activated, inspired, and motivated. Dedicate yourself to being one of those people when you can. Thank you for listening to Digital Wellness is more than just managing your screen time by Emily Torres, writer at The Good Trade. By implementing one simple challenge, not checking our phone for the first hour of the day for one week, you may find yourself naturally improving in other areas of your life because now you have more time to devote to those things first thing in the morning. In this episode, we learned why it's important to ask ourselves questions about our tech usage, and by asking questions like, how's my workplay balance on my screen, we can understand if our current usage is hurting or helping us. Now, before I let you go, I have to confess, The Good Trade is my favorite curated lifestyle blog for sustainable, slow living, and self-love related content. Their team puts out high-quality content in an elegant, effective, and efficient way. They are one of the only daily newsletters that I subscribe to. I highly recommend you sign up for The Daily Good. It's their 30-second daily newsletter. I've learned so much from the articles, podcasts, recipes, and DIY recommendations that they've sent out. Links to The Good Trade and a few of their top blog posts can be found in this episode's show notes. 
Thank you so much for joining me in this lesson today. If you enjoyed this episode, I highly suggest you check out my free 14-day Own Your Time Challenge. It's the perfect tool to help you track where you're currently spending your time and create space for more of what you actually want to be doing. Head to mappingthroughlife.com slash ownyourtime to download the free challenge guide now. As always, my name is Caitlin. I am the creator of Mapping Through Life, and I am on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.